0: This is the remix.
1: <laughs> Nylander couldn't settle on the breakout. A teammate picks it up, stretch pass. Nylander is in alone. scores! Tucks it inside the right post. William Nylander, 16th goal of the season. Puck is side of the net. There's a goal for the Leafs on cue. Just like that. Matthews from Bunting, and it's 2-1 Toronto. Matthews scores his 23rd goal of the season and his eighth goal in seven career games against the Knights. And Muzzin goes back across to Hull. In the middle of the shot, rebound, score! The initial try, missed the cage, hard off the boards. The follow-up from Mikheyev, and he gets his fourth goal. 3-1 to one Leafs, 3.14 to go in the second. Nylander straight in, scores! He's slowed up. And with a quick flick of the wrist, put it in the right post. And the Leafs win it in a shootout. Final score, Toronto 4 and Vegas 3. Do
2: you think I like the shootout?
1: I just crush my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one.
3: Are we saying Robin Leonard's good at shootouts now? They lost. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. It was a nice move by Nylander. He was but, he was But he stopped two out of three. Stopped Matthews. I mean, the reason they lost the shootout is because the Golden Knights literally yeah, didn't score goals in the shootout. But like Leonard, he he was on like a streak if he had won what four or yeah. five in a row. Yeah. And then I mean I thought he was good two last night. It was a nice move by Nylander That was it's fine. Quite a ways from him yeah. laughing at Justin Emerson for asking him about you shootouts, like shootouts. When he was like one of the worst goalies in NHL yeah. history in shootouts. Yeah. Now he's good at it apparently. Or maybe it's just all a shoot and it doesn't matter. He's better at shootouts than he is in the first three periods. That's true. That's true. By the way, Alex Petrangelo played 32 minutes and 55 seconds last night. (laughs) It's a good thing. I mean, they kept kept talking about it.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. They kept talking about it on the broadcast as he went to 28, 29, 30, career high.
3: They started giving his career high numbers minutes played. They didn't. Uh, Nick Hague and Shay Theodore went on the COVID list yesterday. So they were without two of their normal defensemen. Uh, ben Hutton and Daniil Miromanov had to play, and I don't think Miromanov actually played because, <laughs> because Alex Petrangelo <laughs> played, played all of his minutes. Um, also of note, even though they lost, Keegan Kolaskar scored a scored power a play goal. goal. A power, power play, play goal. goal. He's on the ice for a power play first yeah. off, and he scored. Phenomenal work by Keegan Kolosar, but a more fun hockey question. You think the Golden Knights are one of the teams that have reached out to Evander Kane? I was going to say no, but Pete DeBoer
0: has a lot of history with him. So maybe Pete DeBoer. I don't know what Pete DeBoer thinks. We kind of understand what we think about the guy and all he's done and allegedly done. It's, and Darren Millard was talking about this in his show last night. He was shocked, and I was shocked as well. So many teams right. have reportedly reached out. Not like, oh, there's one team who said, you know what, we're gonna take a chance to the guy, we're gonna take the PR hit. It's gonna be bad headlines for a couple weeks, and if he sticks, then he sticks. Uh, but they're saying over double digit wow. teams, including a lot of contenders.
3: Yeah, Emily Kaplan tweeted yesterday, most contenders had reached wow. out to ask about a Golden Evander Knights Kane. are contender. They are, which would imply there's a chance the Golden Knights at least reached out. I know there was a report this morning that Tampa Bay had asked about it, but Tampa Bay has decided not to pursue Evander Kane. The only team we know that's like still interested is the, the Oilers because their general manager confirmed like, yeah, I talked to their, I talked to his agent. Of course I did. Evander Kane has scored 20 goals or more in six straight seasons that he's played, you know, the full season. Um, He's going to be presumably pretty cheap. Because you're you're not you're not taking his contract was terminated. So you're not taking right. on his contract right. that was what like nine million dollars or something like that with the sharks. So six eight six straight seasons of twenty goals or more and you're paying the guy a million dollars.
0: Well, and also if he doesn't work out, you just move on.
3: Yeah, it's not gonna be a long term commitment. No. It's gonna be a half a year commitment. If you're the Golden Knights, if I tell you right now, hey, mm-hmm. you gotta trade Evgeny Dadonov to make room for Jack Eichel. And, oh, uh, Evander Kane's going to sign for $800,000.
0: I'm just not an Evander Kane guy. Nobody should be an Evander Kane guy. I'm going to say I don't know why you'd bring someone out of board when you are good enough to already win the Stanley Cup.
4: Do you make sure that you tell his agent, though, we need proof of vaccine, like in the contract, proof of vaccination. No, no. I'm going to be there for it. I'm going to administer the shot.
0: GM, GM, the shot? <laughs> I, don't, I Look, There, I know there's win at all costs. I know it's pro sports. It's a different level. It's different than you know, if you want to say if a college takes on a kid, you know, with these kind of issues. But I'm just not an Evander Kane guy to where I would take him on, and I think that's why Tampa probably backed up from him. I mean, Tampa's a contender. Tampa could certainly add a guy that scores 20 goals a game and be even better than they already are, but I wouldn't take him on. But, again, given Pete DeBoer's history with him, then I assume – maybe they've at least reached out or they've definitely gone to Pete DeBoer and asked him there's I no i mean so. i would he would have been the first guy i talked to and say what is what is with this guy and is this worth it
3: is Evander Kane the type of person that if you know him you're less likely to sign him
0: it's oh, a good question
3: like if you go to Pete DeBoer does Pete DeBoer say eh, bad guy i dealt with that he scored me a lot of goals but yeah. i dealt with that i don't want to deal with that again it's a great question
4: do the teams that are looking at him make sure that there's no casino within driving range? Well, can't be if, if, if these guys are looking yeah. at him. They're, they're, he's only making $800,000. <laughs> you can't extend him the same type of credit. You can extend a guy making nine. Uh,
3: Kevin Weeks this morning tweeted, Barring anything unforeseen, I'm told it's come down to two final clubs in the race to sign free agent Evander Kane. There may be a decision this afternoon. Um,
0: if it's down to two, we're
3: assuming Edmonton's one just okay. because they're the only team that's
4: confirmed they're in. Why they
0: is if them. it's down to two? I think the Golden Knights are not even near the, well, the two, but they're mean, in on everybody. Yeah, I, I just if there were ten going for this guy, I don't know. I, again, maybe Pete, maybe they ask him, and Pete DeBoer says, you know what, he was fine with us. I don't know about this other stuff, but if you're asking is if you're asking about a hockey player, and I you know the other stuff is the other stuff, but if you're asking about a strict hockey player. He was good.
3: Pete DeBoer says I kept him in check. As soon as they fired me, That's, it just yeah, went exactly. up. It just what
4: went happened. And it might up. actually it be it might actually be the same thing with Tomlin and Antonio Brown, where it's like, the, what was the worst thing he did? He did a TikTok or not right. a TikTok, a Snapchat live right. in the locker room, and that was like Mike Tomlin was gonna kill him. <laughs> and then, then it's like Mike Tomlin, he's no longer with Mike Tomlin. He's an insane person. <laughs> I mean, we've had the
3: conversation that to bring Jack Eichel back, you have to make the team worse. And the, one of the main ways is you're trading somebody like Riley Smith, or right. if you're trading a winger on this team that's making $5 million. Evander Kane's a winger, and you're not going to have to pay him $5 million, and can conceivably, now not the same player as you know, a Riley Smith, but can conceivably give you the similar level of production that a Dodonov or a Riley Smith Would does. you take him on? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I would not. There have been so many... Questionable stories and, and headlines decisions. about Evander Kane. Because even before all of the, you know, the stuff with his, I don't know if they ever got divorced, his ex-wife or maybe his I still don't know current that. wife. All of those stories, the fake vaccination card, the Sharks say they terminate him because he violated COVID protocols. Again, even before all of that, you had like bankruptcy issues. And you had a story in The Athletic b- during last offseason about how his teammates did not like him in San Jose. Right about how his teammates were like, listen, I don't want to play with Evander Kane anymore, about how he and teammates, he and coaches didn't get along. Like, there's so many issues. It's For him, it's not just, oh, he submitted a fake vaccination card and maybe violated COVID protocols again. Like, that's not the end of the story of Evander Kane. That Well, that's the end of his story in San Jose. But there are so many more elements to this that's like, I'm not taking on Evander Kane. I'm not doing it. i if you're the Golden Knights trying to win a Stanley Cup, they go after pretty much every player. And if you're like, hey, we're gonna pay this guy a million dollars, and he's gonna basically Well, yeah, take, financially
0: they could make it work right. easy.
3: He's gonna take Evgeny Dodonov's spot in the roster when we trade him away for a third round pick or whatever he comes comes back with. Like, yeah, I can understand the logic behind it. Absolutely, but I don't know that I would do that. I can't imagine doing that.
0: Well, oh, if Edmonton's won, I wonder who the second one is then. Tampa, yeah. If Tampa Bay's already backed up. Probably
3: the Golden Knights. Probably That's <laughs> probably the Golden Knights. One then he's th- going to the Golden Knights. <laughs> Something else that happened for the Golden Knights yesterday. Lucas Elvinus, who they waived. talked uh, about that. They terminated his contract, or were going to terminate his contract if he cleared waivers, because he was going to go to Sweden and play hockey. The Anaheim Ducks claimed him off waivers yesterday. Which means Lucas Elvin is now property of the Anaheim Ducks, uh, which means the Golden Knights lost an asset for, for absolutely, absolutely nothing, nothing yeah. to a team in the division. Hell, the well, team they're competing with for the top of the division.
0: I don't know what it was. You said yesterday we both thought that when they uh, let him just go to Sweden, which is not something the Golden Knights usually do, just let guys walk, and now he's picked up by Anaheim. I mean, was there more to it on the Golden Knights side of things? Because... That has not been their mo, as right. you said yesterday. To say, yeah, you can go wherever you want; we don't care. Just leave.
3: They don't lose assets for nothing. That's not. Uh, I mean, technically, they traded Flurry for nothing, but they traded Flurry for they could yeah, convince they themselves cap. cap space. Right. This was there's there was no benefit to like the the, organiz- the golden knights organization stood to gain nothing, not even cap space, by letting Lucas Alvinez go. But they they put him on waivers for no reason other than hey he wants to play in Sweden apparently. Right. I have a hard time believing that. And now he's yeah with the Ducks. And so I'm curious. Ducks claim him off waivers. Ducks are probably going to give him a shot in the NHL. Is Lucas Elvin as happy with this or I?
0: I would think if he gets a shot to play in the NHL, he's I would happy think so too.
3: Um, but if, like you know, you had the whole deal set up to go to Sweden and everything. So I I don't know like. Again, we don't know anything, but it's very unlike the Golden Knights to just for no reason whatsoever, let a player go play in Sweden. And then now it's again, not that you're probably not losing the division because Lucas Elvin is is now an Anaheim duck. And again, he's an asset that if they had tried to trade him, are they even getting what a fifth round pick back for him or something? Like, it's not like he's the most valuable asset, but it was an asset and now he's on another team. So. It's interesting. It's just a fascinating situation for the Golden Knights because it's not something they normally do. And I just wonder what else was there? What else there had to have been something else other than this kid just wanted to go play in Sweden for the Golden Knights to let him go. Because that's not something they tend to do. But they did. And now he's an Anaheim duck. So by the way, they don't play till Monday? No. Well They, they had can't. a game supposed to be played this weekend yeah. against I think Edmonton that's that's cancelled. I mean they
0: they can't play till Monday because Petrangelo can't play till then. Because
3: <laughs> he played. Sixty
0: minutes. Petrangelo is still in bed this morning and uh, he will be in bed for the next two days. So they don't play till Monday. I think they play the Penguins on Monday.
3: Uh, Alex Petrangelo is in rest protocol for the next week. (laughs) It is a optional skate. No, he's not participating. He's just out after playing 32, almost 33 minutes. He's just going to rest the rest of the game. All right. Coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. Guys, guys, did you know that I actually have a civil case against that that stole my husband? Don't sue a stripper. Why not? She's a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost.
1: Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right.
3: 702-820-1234, samandashlaw.com. Good morning, guys. Hello, do guys. We, do we have everybody here again? Maybe we don't have anybody no. here again. uh Oh, uh oh. Just you and me, Ed. We're gonna have to. We're gonna. Can you be <laughs> the People the law do in not. Your
0: head? People do not want you and I giving anyone legal advice. They don't want your legal advice. No, they. Do what not. about your driving
3: advice? No, no. no. Not at all.
0: I need advice from Sam and Ash about my driving.
3: <laughs>
0: so when we get Sam and Ash up here, I will need them to talk to
3: me about the driving. Um, did you see the story of a fan that is filing a lawsuit yeah. against the Jets and the Giants? I mean, I love these kind of stories because obviously
0: it has no merit whatsoever, but they're funny stories.
3: Yes. Like So the situation here is they are seeking $6 billion because the Jets and the Giants don't play in New York, but they call themselves the, the New York the New Jets, Jets and the Giants. The Giants right? Exactly. They play in New Jersey, but they call themselves the New York Jets and the Giants. And so this lawsuit is basically saying, hey, they have to move back to play in New York by 2026 or 2025, excuse me, or else they owe us $6 billion, which I find to be hilarious. Oh, it's great. The, and I
0: love, I love the Giants. This case has no merit. We will defend it vigorously. Defend it vigorously. Just call the guy a lunatic. Right. say, no, we're not really getting our lawyers onto this,
3: but uh, go ahead and sue us if you want. That's actually maybe the funniest part is that the Giants put out a statement about it. Yes. Like that a they lawsuit. actually acknowledged the Jets, the smarter of the two teams, yes. have yet to respond to the lawsuit. Like the Giants, it's clearly like a just funny lawsuit of, hey, you owe us money because you play in New Jersey, <laughs> but you call yourself New York. And the Giants are like, whoa, 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 we got to defend ourselves on this. Which, by the way, if this were to actually, like, be real, right? If they were to actually be able to, like, get sued for playing in New Jersey while calling themselves New York. Like, every sports team in America would be screwed. Yes. Like, the amount of teams that don't, like, the Raiders do not play in the city limits of Las Vegas. Right? Like, almost all of our teams tend to play outside of either city limits or, in this case, state limits of where they actually are.
2: Well, yeah, isn't the Kansas City Chiefs? Hey, yeah, hey, I'm here. Sam and Ash,
4: we got it. We're both here. Yes, how everybody is here. All right,
5: all of us together. Have
0: you heard? Of, have you heard about this nutcase? Uh, yeah, you know, I want to know lawsuit.
5: So, I, what, what I want to know is, so this, the guy who files a lawsuit, right, so he does he get a did he, he get a lawyer to do this? I mean, <laughs> imagine <laughs> the consultation. You come and you go. Listen. Listen, guy, I, I need your help. okay. What kind of case do you have? Well, um, I'd like to file a two billion lawsuit, this team that should not be playing in the stadium. I mean, I, and I it's absolutely bananas. This is gonna get thrown out.
0: I love the media one, one of his reasons is, I have traveled to MetLife by tr- mass transit and service, and both ways are a nightmare. <laughs> Not just for you, my friend. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, well, well, are you bringing everyone into the lawsuit? Because I've I've done it as well, and it is a nightmare, but I didn't sue anyone for $6 billion. Yeah, I
2: know. But I'm with you guys. I think the best part of this story is that the Giants felt the need to <laughs> yes. issue this very formal statement. Like, this case has no merit. I didn't take a brainiac to figure yes. that out.
0: We will fight this
5: rigorously, they said. Yeah. All right, oh, hey, but man. if they don't respond to the suit, if they never, if, if they don't respond in court, then then a default for this amount would potentially be entered into in judgment. So you you've got to, you know, you you've got to receive. Fact of the matter is, even crazy lawsuits, you have to respond to them. You have to. Your lawyers have to file the appropriate paperwork. Um, emotions of opposition to get the get the get the matter you know to put your put yourself you got you got to respond.
3: Well, it's the Giants and the Jets, so there's a chance one of them just doesn't respond. <laughs> like,
5: they're, they're not well-run organizations, so it's
3: possible. That's
0: why the Jets haven't responded. Like, are we supposed to do that? We're being sued for six billion dollars.
5: Imagine that—that'd that'd be a do, big whoopsie.
3: Oh, do, sorry, do we have ha- six
2: billion. Do we have 6 billion? <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, I do want to ask you guys about Antonio Brown, who. A couple of weeks ago, quit in the middle of the game, threw off his Jersey and his undershirt and everything, and ran out of the stadium. I'm curious though, because he has claimed that the reason he wouldn't go back into the game is because of an ankle injury. Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came out and said, no, he was unhappy because he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him enough. And he never told our doctors or coaches that his ankle was bothering him enough during that game. And I I am curious like how much trouble would the Bucks be in if they were trying to force Antonio Brown back in the game with an ankle injury.
2: Well, yeah, that would be a, that would be a huge problem because think about, remember, that's what the whole concussion issue came about. Um, every All these players felt the need to get back out on the field after they would take in and, and encounter these huge hits. And so, and the NFL was complicit in it. The teams were complicit. Everyone want, just get back out there, get back out there, get back out there. And no one was actually looking at the injuries these players were, t- were uh, uh, sustaining. And so, if in fact Ant- Antonio Brown was receiving treatment, the team was aware of the injury and all of that, and that's really why he didn't go into the game and the bucks were forcing him to or trying to force him to against that injury that would be a problem but i don't see that being the case here he looked like he ran (laughs) off the field just fine
0: well let me ask you because let's say that all happened and they were found to be forcing him does this automatically just go to the nflpa would he could he take action on himself would he go to his union like what would be the next step if in fact they, they tried to force him and he thought he had evidence of that fact
2: well, yeah, it would come down to a breach of contract between the team and, and Antonio Brown. You know, they have to uphold their end of it. And if they're trying to wrongfully terminate him based on this conduct, so he would have damages. And then you'd look at the the contract terms, and that's how it would go through. But but you're right, it would likely be handled through the Players Association in an arbitration deal.
3: Is there... Is there personal accountability if a player is playing through an injury where they could stop and say, hey, I'm not going in? Or is this all just, hey, you're there's a there's a level of even if you're not forcing the player to play, there's a level of expectation from the team that you're going to play through an injury, even if you have one.
2: I'm not sure I'm understanding the question, but uh, is there an expectation that as a player you will play through an injury? I think
3: like like as like is there like if you have a player who's who's hurt and they know they're hurt, but they go back into a game because the team is saying, "Hey, we need you to play, or you're gone." Like how much is how much is there a personal responsibility to the player if they go back in even though they know they're hurt?
2: A lot i would say almost entirely i mean that's the the frustrating part about it and that's the delicate balance between a team and a player and a player ultimately has to put their body first and i think over time players have gotten better at that and organizations have gotten better at preventing teams from putting that kind of pressure on a player to force them into potentially career ending injuries from playing while already injured and so it would be very difficult on that end
0: Sam, uh, I want to talk to you about Evander Kane's contract, the Sharks, uh, uh, former Sharks player. Now there's down to two teams, supposedly. Someone's actually going to take him on. Um, violated its COVID protocols, uh, second violation, submitted a fake vax card, and the NHL agreed, yes, you can terminate his contract. I'm assuming this is what Ash said about um, Antonio Brown. Is this just the NHLPA? They say they're going to fight it. Does this just, is this just an arbitrator case where an arbitrator comes in and listens to both sides?
5: Well yeah, these contracts usually do have an arbitration agreement in them and so yeah, it's going to get it's going to get heard but I not only his agent and the union both have said that they intend to fight this and they're going to fight it because I think a lot of money's at stake. 9 million a year. Yeah, the, but the 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 other part of this where where it might all go away is I understand that he has a lot of interest in him. I mean, yes. there are other teams that are lining up to like yes. give him his hundredth chance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, so the Oilers. I think there have been a few others. They're they're all kind of circling around him because he's look. The guy's a very talented player, Mm -hmm. who's who's just dumb. He does a lot of stupid stuff, and it's it's sad. Um, uh, so but but again, I think if he gets picked up and he gets, if he gets a good contract, that is roughly the same or more than he was making. Well, then he doesn't have any damages, right? I mean, he 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 has his damages are, are way down because he's basically traded like for like. If he doesn't get picked up, he's got huge damages. Because remember, you you can be in the right, you can be in the wrong, It doesn't matter. You you can have a controversy, but you have to have an injury. You have to have damages. And here it just simply comes down to, I, I guess you know, damage some some damage to his career. He doesn't have any damage to his career if he gets picked up right away.
4: What
3: happens if he does sign with a team, but instead of like seven, eight, nine million, he only signs for like one million dollars? Does he still Does he still right? He still right. Have, That's that. That would be. He'd have damages even if there's he does a difference sign another there. Contract. Yeah, okay. there's a
5: delta between the the high number and the low, lower number, and and that absolutely would be would be a basis for his for his damages. Now the new team may sign him under the condition of saying, "All right, we're going to sign you, but you got to you know you you got to let all these things you know kind of clean slate moving forward, focus on the game." Um, they could make that a condition of his of his hiring, probably. Uh, I, I think if I was one of the new teams, I would do that because I wouldn't want him suing another team in the league and being a you know, uh, you know, being distracted. But who knows?
3: So let's if this goes to arbitration and like let's say Evander Kane like the arbiter agrees with Evander Kane and says, "Yep, you should your contract shouldn't have been terminated." that's not going to happen like tomorrow, but he might sign with another team tomorrow. So let's just say he signs with a team. He gets a $2 million contract Would the arbiter in that case, basically say, all right, the sharks have to pay the difference that Delta between what he's now getting and what the sharks would have been paying him.
5: That's assuming that they were in the, that they, they found for Evander Kane. Yes. And not for the, not for the sharks. I personally, based on what I'm seeing, find that unlikely. Uh, then there also could be a middle ground where they see that they both contributed to it, and they split the baby, you know, between his number and 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 their number, which obviously is zero, and get the get the heck out of here.
2: But Tyler, I will say you're absolutely right. There is some level of mitigation of damages here. So if Evander Kane is offered a new contract that is seven million, you know, and that's what his existing contract is. But he's like, no, I'm going to sit on the couch and pursue my arbitration. And then an arbitrator agrees and says, yeah, Evander, your contract was wrongfully terminated. Your losses are seven million. But you had this ability to cut those losses with this new contract and you didn't do it. So you're kind of in a pickle here, and you, don't really, you really needed to mitigate your own damages. And so that would be an interesting thing, that, but I don't see it happening. I'm uh, with Sam. I, I think they're not going to fine for him.
3: How do you think the Players Association feels that they've like, uh, we've got to defend Vander Kane again?
2: <laughs> the same way they probably the NFL Players Association feels about Antonio Brown. <laughs> I mean, is, it's, what is it? We like, there's 5% of the players take up 95% of the players yes, association yes. time.
4: Yes, Exactly.
3: It's like you again, all three of you line up. Yes. Let's go. we got
0: your arbitrator <laughs> yes. this week.
4: Well,
3: they are Sam and Ash at salmonashlaw.com. 702-820-1234 is the number. As always, guys, we appreciate it. Thank
0: you, Sam and Ash. Oh, thanks, Thank guys. you. Great
3: to be with you guys. Take care of yourselves. So there is Sam and Ash. Yes. Defending Antonio Brown. Defending. Of Evander Kane.
0: Can you imagine the NHLPA lawyers like, this guy again? Can yeah, we have some new guys? Does anyone else do anything Andrew wrong? Yeah.
3: Alright, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs, where apparently this week I'm just trying to replace Rich Passaccia.
1: Bischoff's Briefs.
5: I wanted you to see these player evaluations that you asked me to do.
4: Bischoff's
2: Briefs. I asked you to do three. Yeah. Bischoff's Briefs. To evaluate three players. Yeah. How many did you do?
1: Bischoff's Briefs.
0: 47. Okay. Actually, 51. I don't know why I lied
2: just then.
3: Everyone's trying to decide Rich Versace's future, and he might just be the head coach of the Raiders now. They're trying to replace Did you see Jay Glazer's report before games on Sunday? About the Raiders? No. He said, I think the Raiders would love to go and still perhaps get a rock star. Maybe even look to trade for somebody. A Mike Tomlin or Sean Payton. Something along those lines. A trade for a head coach. It's always fun. Um, Here are some notable trades for head coaches in the past. Uh, Herm Edwards was traded for just a fourth round pick. Mike Holmgren got traded for a second round pick. Uh, John Gruden got traded from the Raiders for two firsts and two seconds and cash. It's he was the big one. Bill Parcells went for a first, second, third, and fourth. And Belichick basically went for a first. There were some like fifth and sixth that were swapped between the teams, but basically a first round pick. So you look at like Gruden, Parcells, Belichick, there's a first involved and more. Uh, but like Herm Edwards is just a fourth. Mike Holmgren, just a second. Yes, Rich Passaccia is still the head coach of this team. Yes, Rich Basaccia has a chance to lead this team to some playoff wins here. But we've both made it pretty clear if Mike Tomlin was available, the Raiders should yes. hire Mike Tomlin. Yes. Would you give up a first-round pick to hire yes. Mike Tomlin? Given what,
0: given what they've drafted recently?
3: <laughs> <laughs> given though they drafted, I'm going to give them two.
4: I'd <laughs> at least give a first and second. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. That's, I would. I
0: would
3: give a first round for Mike Tomlin. So the part of it that's fascinating to me is I I think Mike Tomlin would be a terrific head coach for the Raiders. And he's probably worth a first round pick. The problem, though, I would have with it, though. yes, yeah, said those twice in a sentence. Good job by me. But the problem I would have with it is that I don't think Mike Tomlin or Sean Payton immediately makes the Raiders Super Bowl contenders. Okay. Immediately, like they need like to next Im- year. They need to improve the roster, right. to win a Super Bowl. But do you trust they can do that through the draft? Well, <laughs> maybe Mike Tomlin has some input on who they're going to draft. <laughs> exactly. But that's but that's the thing is like, yes, Mike Tomlin, great coach, worth a first round pick. But if you're the Raiders, you're not. You you need better players, right? You right. need to improve to the roster. For it, yes. And a first round pick is a great way to do that because you can conceivably get a great player a starter on a very cheap deal right in the first round again like you said the raiders have not done that very much in the past even though they've had a lot of first round picks but conceivably you can do that you can find a starter on a very cheap contract and i feel like if you're bringing in mike tomlin you're going to yes he's going to be good but i don't think he's coaching this roster up to a super bowl level without some help the roster and that first round pick would do, go a long way into helping so i don't know if i would do it or not really I, like then again, what, let me ask you this what would you give up for him anything outside of a first i think is a no-brainer right if, if it's like hey the Steelers want a second and a third round pick i think that's absolutely you're right. trading the second and third round pick it's just the idea that you need better players i i don't know if i do i think i'd still i'd probably lean towards yes and say, hey, Mike Tomlin, you're going to be here for a while, so it's not like you've got to win next year, but it's just, it's hard for me to see the Raiders, you know, being a Super Bowl contender next year without two or three more, like, star-level players on this team, and they might be able to do that with a first-round pick. Granted, they'll be picking a little bit later than usual, because they actually made the playoffs playoffs. but it's still, you can still get starters late in the first round. You can still get good players late in the first round, and I just don't know if that's Probable there.
0: Let's talk about Sean Payton.
3: Interesting one because that's the one where you could conceivably say, "Hey, Sean Payton's here, and now the offense is going to the next level, right?" Right. He makes the offense better, even without adding necessarily significantly to the offense or to the to the overall offensive skill there. Maybe, but I still think it's in the same conversation as Tomlin, where you're probably not winning a or having a Super Bowl contender in the next year or two. Just because Peyton or Tomlin is there, so that's my thing. How much you you're no doubt giving up the first rounder for Tomlin? How much are you giving up for Tomlin? Like I what mean, would be what would be too much for you to trade for Mike Tomlin?
0: Uh, what Gruden got Two firsts, two yeah, seconds. Yeah, I, mean, in I cash. wouldn't do something like that. Yeah, not at this point in his career, I wouldn't
3: do that. Because because again, like the Gruden one's a great example. John Gruden went to Tampa Bay, and they get Tampa Bay gave up a lot. For John Gruden. But they immediately won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so they, immediately, they, have, won they would the super have Bowl. given up twice as much right. if they knew that he was going to win and a Super so Bowl. And so, like, if I if I was convinced that, hey, Mike Tomlin coaching this team is a Super not even winning, it, just a Super Bowl contender, then, oh, no, right. no doubt about it. You're giving up whatever the hell it takes to get him. I'm just not convinced that would happen, right? I'm convinced it's still going to take a couple of years, even if it's Tomlin. And that, to me, says, okay, who can I get without giving up some draft picks, right? Like, I... If I'm, if I'm ranking here, Tomlin's like the number one guy I would want the Raiders to get, yes. even though I don't think he's available. Har, Jim Harbaugh, I think, would be number two. Yep. If you told me, hey, you can have Harbaugh without giving up draft picks, oh, you, take him. you can't trade draft picks to Michigan, right? Like, I'm taking Harbaugh with no draft picks attached than I am over Tomlin and giving up a first round pick.
0: How far do you get down your list before if Basaccia wins on Saturday, you take
3: Basaccia back? I'm not taking Basaccia back unless he wins the Super Bowl. Okay. So that
0: means you get far down your list.
3: Yes. Like, I don't think Basaccia should be the head coach of the Raiders. I think this is a whole lot of smoke and mirrors, and this team is not very good, and they're going to regress substantially next year if Rich Basaccia is the head coach. If he's
0: still the head coach. Right.
3: So I'm not taking Basaccia back unless, like, he maybe makes... I guess if he makes the Super Bowl, I'll, I'll be like, all right, you earned it. But... If he wins one game, if he loses one game, I'm not that interested in bringing Rich Basachi back as the head coach of this team. Even though Mark Davis is, and that's the thing here. Like Raiders made the playoffs, I'm not going to sit here and tell you making the playoffs is a bad thing. Not going to do that. But if the Raiders keep Rich Basachi, I think it's a bad thing. Like I, I think that's the wrong that's the wrong end result of this off season if Rich Basachi is the head coach next year.
0: I wonder if they asked him to stay on as special teams coordinator because I think they would if he'd say yes or no. Be fascinating question to ask. Because I think they'll ask him. Well yes. if I'm hiring a coach, I'd say, look, this guy did a pretty good job for us. He stepped in in a horrible situation. They went 10 games and went to the playoffs. And it wasn't like he was a bad special teams coach. I right. mean he had a good punter, that's the best, had a good best kicker. part I mean, of the team. <laughs> I mean, that's the best part of the team. So let's keep him on. I think more so if you're Bisace and you'd been the head coach, you really want to go backwards. I mean, yes. you can go do it for another team. Especially but, I mean, not here. Because he made the
3: playoffs. Right. Like, had they lost two of their last four games, missed the playoffs or whatever? Then he would have. It's probably easier for Rich Versace to be like, yeah, I I had a chance and, you know, we didn't make the playoffs. Like, not you wouldn't be like, oh, it's his fault. But, you know. Right, right. But because he made the play. If you're Rich Versace, you're looking around saying, listen, I made the playoffs. Like, I should be your head coach, which is that's absolutely how I should think. But if I... I would make that out. Now, by the way, on that idea of bringing Rich Passaccia back as a special teams coordinator for whoever, if it's Jim Harbaugh or something like that. If you're a head coach, do you want Rich Passaccia on your staff? Oh, great simply question. because I he mean, just took them to the playoffs and I think
0: I think if it's like one of your top 2 guys, I don't mind it. Cuz those guys are going to come in and I think demand a lot. I mean, if it's Mike Tomlin, He's going to demand so much respect right away. Be like, well, who cares who the special teams yeah. coaches? I mean, you might still like Rich, you might still talk to Rich, and you know, because you've developed these relationships with him. But if Mike Tomlin walks in the room, I don't think it matters if Rich Pisacci is on the staff. Even Jim Harbaugh. Now, you get down to like you said, some of those coordinators the
3: other day, and then to be like,
0: wait a minute, we're getting this guy. What's wrong with Rich?
3: Yeah, like Nathaniel Hackett. By the way, people yeah. keep tweeting about him getting interviews. Apparently, Nathaniel Hackett's going to get a coaching job. But like, I think that's a great point. Like, if it's Mike Tomlin. Yeah, it doesn't matter be. who the coaches yeah. are. But if if it's Nathaniel Hackett, yeah. and they hire Nathaniel Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett starts next year one and five.
0: Yeah, and Rich is a super, and rich super, super, the special team. Everybody's corner. looking around He's saying,
3: is, "What's Rich? Wait a minute here. Bring back that guy. Yeah, let him be the head coach." So like I, I think that's a good point. Like if you're Tomlin, you're right. You don't care the no. the assistants or the assistants. Mike Tomlin's the head coach. Like everything. Like nobody's looking around saying, "Ah, right. Rich Besacchia should be a coach instead of Mike Tomlin." Right. right. But if it's Nathaniel Hackett, who's never been a head coach before, yeah, you are looking around saying, what are we doing with Rich Passaccia? What if it's Mel Tucker? <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
4: Can Mark Davis even afford Mel Tucker? <laughs> I'm not sure he can afford Mike Tomlin. The guy's making $95 million. Mel Tucker's making more than Mike Tomlin.
3: Yeah, he must Jeez. be. Mel Tucker contract. (laughs) Unbelievable. All right, here we go. We've got tickets to go see Tool. They're coming to T-Mobile Arena on January 22nd, and we've got two tickets for you. 702 364-1100 is the phone number. 702 364-1100. We'll take caller number 9 at 702 364-1100. you want a pair of tickets to go see Tool.
1: Here comes Abadji down the heart of the floor. Ochai to Harris. DeWan steps through. He scoops. He scores! with six seconds to play, Hunter in the corner, Kalcher for the win, no good, no good, and Kansas will win it, DeWan Harris with the shot of his life, and it's pandemonium in the fog, as you can rock, chalk it up, the Jayhawks win, a game winner for DeWan Harris, 62-61 Kansas. You're locked in the press box.
3: Poor TJ Otzelberger. Man, did
0: you ever think when he took over that job, he would have had a shot to go ahead in Lawrence and, ha- and Kansas have to come up with a last second shot to beat old TJ? Yeah. Iowa State Man. had
3: a go ahead bucket with like 15 seconds left. Man. Still lost, but.
0: Yeah. TJ's doing a job there.
3: They still lost, though. Well, you're job. giving them moral victories over here. I will give them this TJ. Is the big, a big 12. Moral victory. There's no moral victories. Uh, Got to have real victories in the Big 12. Good for TJ. All right. We got an update on Evander Kane. Oh. This is from Elliot Friedman. I'm just going to read his tweets here. Hearing the NHL has notified teams that is investigating the process of Evander Kane crossing the border from the U.S. into Canada on December 29th. Kane tested positive for COVID on December 21st and flew to Vancouver on the 29th. In termination notice from San Jose, it was alleged he did not have proper medical clearance. The NHL is now doing a full investigation. This will likely prevent an Evander Kane signing signing in the short term, as teams await the results of the investigation.
4: And, does this this guy needs like a big brother? Yeah, like he needs somebody to like touch to go, this hey, guy. Dude, don't don't I would do not that.
3: touch this guy. I, I
0: wouldn't even what? go near this guy. So he's gonna come here if they if they. Uh, Took him and just be, like, the perfect citizen? Like, all of a sudden, he's not going to be a bad guy? Hey, hey.
4: <laughs> we know what city they play in. That's true. Wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't either. And... Just, just one thing after the other. Yeah. It never ends. Like, this is this is some Richie Incognito when he was saying that the aliens are talking to him and he's throwing weights around. Like, you need two years and him to be in group before I'm going anywhere near him. So...
3: I don't think anybody's signing Evander no. Kane until the NHL's done investigating this. And, and hell, I wonder, can the NHL punish on top? Of uh, his ter- you mean, let's say the Knights sign him? Yeah. Like, can they give him basically, hey, like they suspend him 20 games for the fake vaccination card. Right. If he violated the uh, border crossing protocols to get into Canada. Sure. Like, sure can they, they come in and say, hey, Evander Kane suspended for 20 uh, games if a team signs him?
0: Was he on a team when it happened?
3: He's on an AHL team
0: then i assume
3: they can i don't actually know i don't know what the difference there is but
0: because he wasn't on an nhl team when he crossed the border right he
3: was on an ahl team
0: i don't i don't know but being paid sure by an Sam nhl team, team. Yeah.
3: yeah so i i am curious if if the nhl basically investigates this they say yep he violated covid protocols again and if anybody Signs him. He didn't even touch him. He's going to be gone for 30 more games. Yeah, got a blank. And that's the thing. He got 20 for the fake vaccination card, right? This is violating COVID protocols a second time in the same season. It's probably more than 20 games, right? right? It's probably an escalated punishment there. More than, I'm talking half a season if we get up to 40.
4: Could he have also accidentally, not accidentally, but could he have violated some sort of law? Because I assume Canada's not real happy with like, hey, you came in without following oh, any yeah, of our procedures. Yeah, absolutely, we're going to send yeah. the Mounties.
3: Yeah. Well, do we extradite people to Canada?
4: I think that's actually one of our like, yeah. I think we have a we have a decent relationship okay. with Canada. <laughs>
3: Enough to send
0: them
4: some of ours. Yeah, like, but <laughs> is it, Can you imagine it? the Golden Knights sign him and he gets like extradited? <laughs> he gets like pulled out of practice. You yeah. have to go to Edmonton
0: will you'll play for them tonight. <laughs> There's we're going to extradite hundred... you to Canada, but you're going to get a play for one of the teams there. Who do you, who would you like to play for?
4: M- Milsey's like, yeah, we're going to do an interview, but it's actually an undercover Canadian sting <laughs> operation.
3: That's actually a good question, Jared. Does this take the Oilers out of the running for Evander Kane? Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's now down to the Golden Knights. It's down to one team, and we just assume, because the Golden Knights will take anybody.
3: I am. <sighs> I know we said this earlier, but I am genuinely surprised that there was so, so much interest in Evander Kane. Oh 20 like, goals? Like I guess I guess you reach out and, and say, hey, what's up? Like, cause he could be a valuable player for you, and you at least try to find out like what happened there. Like, but even still. Doesn't even, it just
0: confirm this level, like all pro levels or win at all costs? Yeah. That they just don't give a damn. But yeah, because
3: even before this, there's been multiple issues as to why you wouldn't want a Vander yes, on yes. your team. And also He would have cost a lot more money because he was still on his previous contract. But Evander Kane got put on waivers. Like any NHL team could have claimed Evander Kane.
4: What, $9 million?
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was expensive. Like the Golden Knights couldn't have afforded Well, we say that and then they go trade for Jack Eichel. But like nobody really could have afforded it. But anybody could have had Evander Kane. Anybody could have claimed him off waivers. But he passed through waivers at one point. So
0: if he was ever on a Golden Knight Zoom, would the first media question be, Caner? 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 That, We're not going to can- talk about all that bad cane. stuff.
3: Candy cane.
0: We're not going to talk about all that bad stuff. Where are you going to fit in this lineup when Jack Eichel comes that's back right. and you you're are, in there? And... Are,
3: are you, think, you think you're playing on a wing with Eichel? Yeah, exactly. Did Pete DeBoer promise you that? You putting that? Patch ready down? <laughs> Move Patcharetti oh down. Oh, my
4: God. Alan <laughs> Snell. Not Alan Snell. Uh, Alan Snell? <laughs> yeah, I, that's a wrong person. <laughs> Alan uh, Walsh? Alan Walsh. Yeah. Alan Walsh. Walsh. Alan Walsh would just Be absolutely great if he was his explode.
0: Agent. Be great if he was his agent. Oh, that'd be
4: awesome.
3: Well, he'd be mad if Patrick got moved That's down. That's true. Patrick gets oh. moved down. He
0: would not yeah. be happy. would be a couple more swords out there.
3: Be angry. Oh, what a great, great day of hockey news. The goal, the Golden Knights played a okay. game last night. We talked about that for like 30 seconds.
0: Okay. I'm st- Tyler and I are still not convinced it wasn't actual uh, getting it on. Kodak Black? Right, Kodak yeah, yeah. Black. And I watched I watched Jared's video. I'm not convinced. We've could, seen the reverse angle. It could angle. still be yeah. the act. Yes. I mean, it gave him some kind of uh, are coverage we basing there. this
4: Are you two basing this opinion on personal experience or personal observation?
0: I'm just basing it on the observation that I think it's possible.
3: As somebody replied to that tweet, the alternate angle of Kodak Black, uh, we cannot confirm the status of yeah, the you zippers. you can't confirm. Of <laughs> what? The zippers. We cannot confirm the status of the zippers. Yes, the clothes are on. But there are zippers and clothes, and we cannot confirm the status of
4: Famously, it has been said, we don't have to take our clothes off for us to have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a song I should know? Yes, yes (laughs) it is.
0: Is it by Tool?
3: (laughs) Ed doesn't get it either. That's right. You're the idiot now, Jared. All right. Right. You're the idiot making references that nobody gets. Good job, Ed. Way to be on my side. There you go.
0: I'm there.